What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the College Made Easy podcast. Today we have Emily, Tim, and Scott. I am Ben, as always. You guys want to say hello? Howdy. What's up, guys? Hi. Scott took Tim's intro. Oh, my gosh. I had to do it to him. Yeah. Scott never takes it. Yeah. I think Scott's the only one that hasn't until now. Um, that was rough. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today we're talking about clubs and opportunities to lead them. But for starters, I have question of the day. Yay. So the question is, what movie title best describes your life? Deep question. Ooh. Yeah, a good I'm one. gonna go first since I'm already prepared. I'm gonna say internal affairs. <laughs> you don't have to explain if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Emily is the interview. I was going to say the working girl for Emily. I like that. Tim, the good, the bad, the ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about the inside or on the outside? (laughs) Um, I don't know if you're offended or not. The hair is the good, Tim. What's the beard? You can decide between everything else that's on the outside and the inside for the bad and the ugly. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a good one. Scott, you're next. I, I, you just I was going to say, I was going to say the Sith. I'm such a revengeful person, <laughs> uh, but I'm not. So that makes no you, sense. For you, I would say because of your internship, you're dazed and confused. <laughs> like that doesn't describe my whole life, though. I think it does for now. Describe your life, but like the the title, right? Yeah, the title. The Hangover Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is just go with it. Go with it. Oh, Adam Sandler. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Maybe a New Hope. I don't know. Scott, stop thinking Star Wars. I can't. I know. It's cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> What's like? Well, how does dirt? that have anything to do with his life, though? No, I don't think. I, didn't, I was just saying movie titles. I wasn't talking about it. Oh, okay. I've never actually seen all of Cheaper by the Dozen 2. You have to. Yeah, I know. I watched the beginning of it at a friend's house this summer, but we barely got halfway. Why is that? Falling asleep. Interesting. I don't mean like we felt, I mean like we went to bed because it was late and we were tired. Here's the shovel, you're digging in your grave. It just I'm really sounds not. Like, no matter what you're saying, okay, forget it. There was like four of us. We just decided that we were tired. Holy cow. Anyway. Um, I don't have, I don't really have an answer to that. That's a really yeah. real question. The intern. The intern. The intern, sure. I'm an intern. I, I've never actually seen that movie. It's a fantastic Anne Hathaway and uh, Robert De Niro movie. It came out in like twenty, early 2010s, I think. Maybe 2009. The Big Lebowski meme. The intern. Come on. I'm surprised every guy I know did like, oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, that was on my mind, especially with how much I've been in the stock market recently. Yeah. <laughs> I guess at the moment, Wolf of Wall Street. At the moment. 
That'll that'll change next month. How to train your dragon? What? <laughs> Honestly, I I don't have a good answer for this. I'm kind of salty at myself. Comment down below what Scott's movie title should be. Because like I'm such a motivated like person and stuff, I can't think of a good movie title for that. Lemis. Wow, that's brutal. <laughs> you know what that is, Scott? Right? The play? Yeah, you know what the full name of that is? Les Miserables. Yeah, <laughs> The Miserables, I think. I, I did not take French. I'm assuming that's what the translation is. <laughs> incredibly loud. and No, extremely loud and incredibly close. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you, Ben. I'm kind of disappointed. Okay. I'll go with A New Hope. Are you the A New Hope, or is something in life the New Hope? I'm just, I'm a hopeful person. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, let's get to today's episode. Who wants to take control of the episode? Who wants to lead the episode? Okay, so today we are going to talk about um and leadership opportunities on a college campus um so to start with what are the main reasons students join job join clubs and campus organizations i'll take that one first okay i think one of the main reasons is you have so much time on your hands in college and you want to fill that time doing productive stuff um a lot of people waste their time in school uh by playing xbox and stuff like we described in the last episode (laughs) Um, and that's not always going to help you in the long run. So um, clubs are a good way to fill your time and put something on your resume to help you when you're applying for jobs, which we also talked about two episodes ago. So, I can't yeah. even keep track anymore. So basically everything we do at college is to make ourselves more of a candidate to get a job after college. That is one way to go to college. That's not the only way to go to college. We have I- an episode coming about that topic. About being ready for college? I mean... Yeah, I'll, I'll just drop the hint here. It, it's probably about two weeks out. Um, do you go to college for a career, or do you go to college to be educated? I'm so with some ro- with With some room for both or neither? I think that's but- a good topic. So be prepared for that episode, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> I watched a video and it was like, so I am $100,000 in debt to get a job to then pay off that debt. And I was like, that's tough. It's amazing. Like all the finance YouTubers that I watch, they're all like, yeah, don't go to college. I didn't go to college. I'm a millionaire. I'm 26. Yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, I wish that was the norm, but also if you wanted to be more than a millionaire, like a multimillionaire, go to college and become like a hedge fund manager because they just make bank. I think my favorite finance YouTuber is a six millionaire at 28 and yeah, he didn't. Okay, but we I, we should also s- stress as we are a college YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Please go to college. Watch your videos. <laughs> your education is something like no one could take away from you. Like till the day you die, like your education is like a very good like building block foundation for who you are. Your work ethic it goes mm-hmm. so much further than just your degree. So don't 
like, yes, take what we're saying into consideration, but take it with a grain of salt because we are pro-college. What are we saying? I don't even know. Emily just said everything that I was going to say better than I could have. That's but a good point. Really? About clubs? Yeah. Wait, before we move on, since we're talking about learning in general at the site, well, Emily's mentioned it, my grandfather always lived by um, drinking a gallon a day, apparently, but also the moment that you stop learning is the moment that you start dying. So he learned, like, like he went to, uh, I believe he went to community college, and then he went into the Navy, and then he uh, had a life. That's not the point. But, like, even after that, he learned, like, six languages, like, in his 70s. Like, no joke. He learned, That's like, tough in your 70s, too. Yeah. He learned, like, Polish, Russian, German, um, which are all very similar, but um, he was working on Mandarin and Arabic for a while. I think he gave up on Mandarin because it just wasn't like it's really hard useful for him, and it's really hard. Yeah, but he loved Arabic. Arabic was fun for him. Side question: What do they call that Chinese that's in um, like English characters? Doesn't it have a different name? No. Let's see. I, I mean, it oh, like it's name. all like pronounced the same, but I don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah, that's completely tangential. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say about clubs is when I was first joining clubs, and I'm not in most of the ones I joined early on anymore, um, but when I was first joining them, my main interest was making friends and connections, especially early on freshman year. And of the clubs I actually went to meetings for, during freshman year, I'd say most of those people have stuck around. Even if I don't talk to them often, I can reach out at any time. Networking. No, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Ew. That makes me want to vomit more than my haircut. I don't think anyone would have noticed your haircut before you said that. Now they're going to be staring at you the Because floor. I'm wearing a hat. You can't see the haircut. The side of your head? The side of my head's always close shaved. Unless it's not, but it usually is. Can you is. take your hat off for a second? Nope. Okay, guys, listen. As soon as this episode we're done recording, Ben is going to take a picture of his haircut. If we get a hundred likes on this <laughs> on this podcast, then Ben is going to post that picture somewhere that you'll all be able to see it. Cool. Let's okay. do it. Let's we'll do it. comment it on this episode. <laughs> yep. Okay. So Clubs on campus. So for me, um, I think what Tim said is really important that the clubs that you join freshman, sophomore year, or even like early on, if you transferred in, you join whatever the case may be, they don't necessarily have to be the clubs you stick to. And nobody's going to penalize you if you do choose to stop going. To be honest with you, no one's going to notice. Right? <laughs> like, a little awkward when you see the, the head or the leaders of the club. On campus, like yeah, I, I don't like but it anymore. Know that everybody's schedule is like different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. I don't go to stuff solely because I have class. Like, what are they going to do? There was this one club that I joined briefly that Tim's actually on the e-board for, and then uh, oh. I just like stopped going. <laughs> like it wasn't fun for me, so I just like stopped. Then <laughs> we do judge you. I know, I know, I know who's on the e-board <laughs> for that. Uh, club, and I know. What club is it? Uh, a it's a social after. justice club. 
that's not an after conversation. I think if we're going to talk about clubs, like we each have different backgrounds. All right. Yeah, it was a social justice yeah. club. And that does not I mean am... I'm against social justice. I am very much for social justice. Okay, I was in the club, but they were just not fun meetings. And like, wow. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. Well, if you um, make fun meetings, I'll go. <laughs> oh, we've got some exciting things planned for this year, especially with everything going on. Did you come up with the exciting things or did the other board members come up with the exciting things? Uh, we're working on it together. Oh, that's so exciting. Collaboration. Anyway. <laughs> um, so like Ben said, I'm a treasurer for a club. Uh, Scott and Ben, Emily, are you a on like the e-board for any clubs nope yeah emily's like yeah. the president of the entire i don't know club corporation i don't even know how it works i was vice president of the class 2021 so wow that was yeah, Tim. and then i'm on the e-board for the entrepreneurship center on our campus that. yep that's what i was trying to get to but i went with club corporation thing because emily just just saying i didn't vote for you for vice president you did not i didn't vote <laughs> I, did not, I didn't run for senior year because i kind of wanted to enjoy it and i feel like i made like the most contributions i possibly could and like, i was about to say that tim i'm sorry were you still talking i thought you finished <laughs> would, would you guys vote if i ran again no i would not vote I would literally be at your door, like, sign the paper, but okay, whatever. Yeah, you'd have to, like, send me a link or give me a paper because I'm not sure how to vote. Open it up for me on my computer and log in for me and then be like, click this button. Basically, you would just have to vote for yourself, but with my information, I would not do it. But I don't know if you guys feel this way, but, like, um, the difference for me between, like, being a club member and being, like, holding a position I met so many administrators on campus and that was really cool to like, you kind of have that inside scoop to what's going on behind the scenes. And um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like you weirdly build this relationship with them. I don't want to call it a friendship, but. I definitely have met people. Um, The club that I'm involved with, we don't do a ton of stuff where we need money. And for that reason, our interactions with like the administrators of the school aren't huge. So I can't say I've really met them and I don't think, well, I've met them, but like, I wouldn't expect them to know my name or anything because we don't have to go to them often, which I kind of consider lucky because I don't like dealing with bureaucracy. And there is a lot of bureaucracy with clubs that makes a lot of sense. Like the school's got like liability to be concerned about and they can't just be giving out cash because these are big checks that they give to their clubs and they have to like know how that money is being spent. Um, but that doesn't mean that the bureaucracy is not annoying. Tim said bureaucracy and I was just like, <laughs> econ major got to no, love that bureaucracy. It, but also like that's life. Like you don't think that's in the corporate world, like just buckle up and get ready. You know, that's the kind of leadership experience that like, companies are looking for when they say that they want you in clubs and they want activities and everything. I proved them wrong on that, Tim. So Scott, tell us about your leadership opportunities and how you got your internship. 
So I have quasi leadership skills, as in I take the initiative to go start my own business um, and start my own passion project on my own. And I've turned that into quasi <laughs> just like, started know, his I own think, business like quasi <laughs> i think i think my youtube channel shows massive amounts of leadership i'm sitting here emailing companies and like reviewing products from them like yeah not everyone does that and i think that you know what quasi means okay ben you're too caught up on the vocab scott continues the good okay. point <laughs> um and then like with the whole podcast thing it started out on my own. I realized I couldn't do it on my own for that long. I needed help on it. Got Tim on here. We like co-ran the thing for a long time. And now, now we have you two on here and it's like, I'm a CEO. Like I'm the best manager ever. You know what I mean? Whoa. (laughs) Um, I've never had a manager give me more bonuses. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think, I think that shows a lot. And I, and I put that on my resume and, um, it, it was effective because obviously got hired. Um, and it was a great, it was a great way during uh, my interview to just speak on my experience that, cause I'm like, I'm so passionate about what I do on the, on the side, um, YouTube and, and the podcast that like, I could just speak about it for hours. Um, and I think they could tell that I was really passionate about it. Um, and the, and, and it shows the leadership skills I have. Um, especially when running a podcast with other members and stuff like that it takes a lot of collaborative work. I'm in a lot of effort. Um, and I tried to emphasize that a lot during my interview. No, for sure. I mean, I think it's important to know that leadership goes beyond like your campus and what you do from school or like at your nine to five. Um, it goes to what you do on the weekends, how you spend your free time. Um, I don't know. I think it's a good point, Scott. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Emily. I didn't get harassed about quasi. No. Dude, quasi means like sort of, half-half. Like, starting your own YouTube channel is not quasi. <laughs> He's saying like people can view it as like lacking leadership. Scott wasn't like your typical leader on campus. Yeah. So he's a quasi, right? Not You're not a quasi, but like you're... You have, you quasi have those skills. Yeah. If you Google how to write a resume, nobody says include your YouTube channel. At least that I know of. But you heard it here last. Quasi means seemingly, apparently, but not really. So like it is, it is considered leadership to some, but not all. I think that's what I was getting, trying to get across. Yeah. So you heard it here last. Expand your leadership skills outside of just solely campus organizations. If that's not like what you're passionate about, like I love our college and like I actually want to like use my voice and make changes wherever I can. But some people um, they don't feel that urge as much if they could be happy as things are, or they might not have the time to attend meetings if it doesn't work with your schedule. So I guess that's mm-hmm. where like other leadership skills and opportunities can come in, like the podcast. Even like Tim invests in the stock market. That takes some some sort of like motivation, some skill. Yeah, when I was a finance major, I went on an interview, brought it up, and they asked me what my return was, and I don't like lying. Mm-hmm. They asked negative fifty percent. They really <laughs> asked you that. 
or they said how how is it going i think is how they worded it i would have been like good yeah in hindsight that's what i should have said instead i was honest 50 percent he only put in like savage (laughs) i'm not gonna be an investor (laughs) (laughs) so those were the good old days Never take financial advice from someone who has not lost their entire portfolio. At least once. At You're most the- once. Twice. Twice. Anyway. <laughs> you guys want to touch on starting your own club? Because that's definitely a possibility. Um, like we've been just talking about joining other clubs and becoming leaders there, but you can definitely start your own one. And I think that shows a ton of leadership skill. Definitely. For sure. And like identifying an area where your school needs a club because there isn't a club already there that's doing a similar function. Um, I guess it's kind of like entrepreneurship. It's finding that market that doesn't have the product that it really needs. Right. I think um, there is definitely a massive difference between being treasurer of a club on your resume and i started my own club on your resume yeah so you're saying i should change that you should start your own club tim (laughs) i think it's really important to make sure that it's like you have enough like backing from students or prospective students and um the school is willing to even fund that club um i know we don't have a club lacrosse team at our school and mm-hmm. so many of my guy friends love to play lacrosse, but for some reason, there's a clash there. But our school started a club volleyball team, and it's almost bigger than the actual D1 volleyball team. Mm-hmm. So like, Honestly, I think it makes sense for club sports to be bigger than D1 sports, because D1 is, like, selective. Wait, Emily, can you elaborate on what you just said there? The the club sport is almost bigger than the D1 varsity sport? And students. It's students, so the club volleyball team is bigger. She literally Um, means the number of students that are on the team. The number of students. Oh. There's more, like, the chances of you walking onto a club team and getting the chance to play is obviously way greater than the chance of you walking onto a D1 team and getting the chance to play. So that attracts way more students who still have that athletic ability, if that makes sense. Um, They're getting not more funding from the school, but like as time goes on, they're growing. Like they have their own coach. It's not just student-based new uniforms. I mean, you definitely see the progress being made and it just started three years ago. Wow. How many students on game scrimmages? To me, it seems like it's doing pretty well. So it's kind of cool to watch kind of want to join club volleyball now men's and women's you don't have a men's d1 team like that's pretty cool oh it's not co-ed it's separated separated yeah got you and does that change things Ben's into it. (laughs) (laughs) i asked because the ultimate frisbee team is co-ed we don't have a men's and women's team ultimate frisbee is yeah men and women yeah i don't think you could get enough people to do men and women's uh, well at a school nearby they have a men's and a women's ultimate frisbee team. If it's a school I think you're talking about, though, it's huge. I want to know what school this is, but never mind. Okay. I know what it is. Is it really math college nearby? 
Oh no, that's not the one I was thinking of. Yeah, that's um, not what I was thinking of either. Well, actually, they don't have those teams anymore because they kind of got busted for things. But anyway. <laughs> so I think it's cool because clubs on campus, I never looked at it this way until I kind of gathered my thoughts for the podcast. But it really ranges from academic, cultural, faith-based. Um, there's like honor societies, sports, political, service. I mean, it's really a broad range yeah. of choices. I mean, the club fair. I definitely recommend every freshman or transfer student to go and just check out each table or booth and just see what's even offered. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot for sure. What are you guys' thoughts on like the diversity clubs or like the the ethnic clubs that they have? Um, like they have what, Latina club or something like that? Italian club. Italian yeah, club. I think that they're they're good for – having those common histories and talking about the issues that are relevant to those groups um, and celebrating that heritage. Like people don't knock the Italian club really because the Italian club's about food and everything. And I think that's really, I I mean, honestly, let's pause for a moment. The Italian club, does anybody have an answer? What is it besides food? I don't. I think it's food. Yeah, so Emily said formals. The Italian club at our school is like all they meet, they eat food, and they talk about anything. And then there's the big Italian formal. Clubs is the gateway to free food. Oh, yeah. That's true. If you don't want to spend money on food, just join a bunch of clubs and just show up for the food. Some great advice right there. But not club sports. They don't have food at practice. No, they don't. No, but other clubs, huge incentive pizza. Yeah, I'm a treasurer, and I'll say, like, marketing my club, I've said before, yeah, there will be free food, and that's all it takes. That's actually how you got me there the first couple times. And it's, like, off-campus food. That's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Guys, we should start poker club. I was going to say, we should start a podcast. Oh. Ben said that we should start a podcast club. I think that that's a good idea also. Um, as far as the poker club, I don't know if school could get down for that. Tim was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> on the tip of his tongue there. <laughs> um, um, I mean, I took a sign language class last semester, and I thought it was cool. Like one day after class, they were like, oh, there's actually a sign language club. Like stop by if you have time, get some food and like talk in sign language. And I thought it was like cool that we had the opportunity to go and like use those skills without being like graded mm-hmm. by Ben. Um, and I think that goes for like testing out any interests that you may have. I mean, a lot of clubs have shown me that I don't love um, – like, whatever the club may be, like, I don't love it as much as I thought I did, you know? I always find that, like, when I'm looking for a club to join, it's like, like, all the clubs are nice and everything, but I can never see myself long-term in a lot of the clubs there. Like, it's it. a lot of the clubs are like, I'll go to one meeting, and I'll be like, yeah, this isn't for me. But I guess that's a good thing, as you, as you touched upon. It's like, the way you learn what you like is by doing what you hate. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like- want to say, I don't want to say that you hate whatever you're doing or maybe you just dislike it and I learned a lot about myself 
when I had to go to like meetings by myself if like my roommate or my friends didn't want to go. And it was like the anxiety building up, like going to the first meeting, like introducing yourself for the first time, like those icebreakers was like really important for my growth, I think. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is early on, I thought quantity over quality with clubs, not to say that the clubs weren't quality, but like quality for me mm-hmm. versus like now looking at economics, specializing, I'm really only involved in two clubs at this point, And those are the two clubs I really enjoy being a part of. And then other clubs I'm just not a part of. And it's, you know, where do I feel like I can contribute something valuable to the mission of the club? Um, you know, athletics isn't an example of where I can contribute value. So I'm not in any of those clubs. Um, and then other areas also, but. I think it's important that um, if you do hold the leadership role in college, it usually spans from half a year or like one semester to a full year, which is two semesters or three if you go to a trimester school. But you really aren't committing yourself to a four-year sentence. Um, you could always rerun if you love it and you think you could make a change, but don't ever feel like tied down to any organization, any role. Like no one, like I said earlier, nobody is going to hold you accountable if you choose that it's no longer for you or that it served its purpose for your time. Mm-hmm. Ben's back. Welcome back. Yeah, my power blipped. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait for the Wi-Fi to come back. Did you see like my lights go out before I cut out? Or no? No. no. Oh, my face. That would have been like, funny though. I said something and like the lights went out and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tim, I I, I finished both... your sentence for you. Thank you. What was I saying? <laughs> uh, podcast club. Yes. Tim, I I want to emphasize what you said about focusing on quality over quantity with clubs it's like everyone makes that mistake in life it's like they try to do too many things at once and they all just like do a basic bare minimum job at all of them I'm like quoting Casey Neistat right now um, from that video it's like specializing in one thing is so great and it helps you develop in your life a lot Mm -hmm. I will say one thing about quality over quantity though Um, you have to there are different times when quality over quantity is better. And then there are other times when quantity over quality is better. Like, um, choosing what you want your podcast to be about quality over quantity podcast, uploading podcast episodes, probably quantity more than quality. Like we have had some episodes that aren't the best, but like we should still upload them. But like, if you're like, I completely disagree making something i mean like we're not gonna do well if we do like one podcast a month that's what i mean yeah i think it's important not to spread yourself too thin though it's like the uh oh no frontier tim economics the uh, production possibilities possibilities curve the ppc possibilities frontier yeah between two am i backwards is this the right way tim or is it the other way you're the right way Okay, on the production possibilities curve, you have two um, goods that are being created in a country. And if you go all the way out on one good... Typically, it's guns and butter. I don't know why. You can produce a lot of guns and no butter. 
or you can produce a lot of butter and no guns. But there's a point where on the curve where you should be producing both guns and butter. There's a point where you should be doing more quality over quantity or you should be doing more quantity over quality or same. There's a balance. And what's the measurement there that tells you that that's the best option? Is it utility or is it dollars produced? It depends on what you're doing. You guys have totally lost me. Um, actually, the point is you should produce all guns because you probably have a comparative advantage over somebody producing butter or all butter because somebody else should produce guns. Okay. And the only reason we chose those goods is those goods are the traditional goods for this model. I have never heard those two use. It's, uh, I've heard airplanes and um, phones. I forget. I forget if it was Adam Smith. It might. I think it was after him. But whoever invented the production possibilities curve used guns and butter. Emily's just out of here. Yeah, you guys transition the conversation. I have to Google this. <laughs> okay, so a question that students ask me a lot at school is like, are there a limited amount of clubs that a student can join? Or like, what do we recommend? is like a sufficient amount to show you're involved if that's what you want or what's spreading yourself totally too thin and just don't do it. It depends. I'm asking you that as an RA. Um, well, I gave tours on campus. Oh, okay. So, if you're taking like four classes a semester, you have more time for clubs. I would say you could probably be in like three, maybe four. If you budget your time well, if you're taking five classes a semester, which is the normal one or two, if you're doing six classes a semester, you, one. you'll you probably have time for one. If you are really good at time managing, you may have time for two. Um, but yeah. Scott, that was a great yawn. I yawned? I don't think I yawned, did I? It looked like it. Oh. Guys, this is such an old model. Anyway. Do you want to talk about how much time clubs take up i think that's important it's usually one meeting a week every other week possibly yeah oh it's usually in like the evenings so like if it's an academic five, right yeah it's academic usually ones are quick i think okay, you <laughs> okay. i have a question for you guys Okay. If you're dreading going to, or you're getting anxiety about going to a club or dreading going to it every week, should you be in that club or should you quit? Oh my gosh. If you're a leader, you got to that you've asked, I've in my head been like, well, it depends. (laughs) If you're a leader, then you got to stick through it until the end of your term. If you're not a leader, then yeah, I would stop going. It depends. Unless your roommates with one of the leaders. If that is the case, you should not be in the same club as your roommate. <laughs> you should just convince them to bring the pizza back from the meeting so you can eat it afterwards. The leftover oh, pizza. I did that every time. No, you didn't. A lot of the time. We didn't have pizza that often. So you lied. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I would say, what was the question? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> About when you should not, when you should stop going. I would say if you're just like not looking forward to the meetings and the topic doesn't really interest you, I would say stop going. But if you're like being anxious over the social aspect of it, I would say it's not the club. That's the problem. Um, 
I think you, you should know? just work on being more social. There's a lot of room, a lot of room for personal growth then. Yes. That is a very different topic that is not being covered in this episode. <laughs> okay. This is an issue I had freshman, sophomore year when it came to clubs. And it I was take back- it up. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I've been researching economics. Scott, can you kick him off? <laughs> You're fired, Tim. <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> Tim, I'm the hiring manager. I'll hire you back. <laughs> yes. Um, no, one thing I struggled with freshman, sophomore year when it came to clubs is like m- my friends did not have similar interests as, as me. And so I struggled a lot with joining clubs because like it, it's tough to just join a club all by yourself. I think I'd recommend always getting a buddy to go to meetings and stuff like that. Um, it makes it so you're a little more comfortable when the club is first starting out and you have someone to at least talk to. It can be intimidating if you're, if you don't know anyone in the club. Um, and like none of my friends had similar interests in me. And I was like, Oh, do you want to go to this club? Do you want to go to that club? And they're all like, no. I was like, Oh great. Well now I'm getting new friends. And uh, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Said that directly to their faces. (laughs) You know, Scott, you say that we are not in any of the same clubs. (laughs) I know it's funny, but Scott, let's join the, the econ club. I'll look, I'll look for clubs next year. You guys. I'm not joining any more clubs. Not unless there's food involved and we're poor. Oh, there's always food at the econ club meeting. I bet you there's always pizza at the physics club meetings. Oh, yeah. There is, I think. Wait, have I even said what club I'm in? No. Go for it. Oh, I'm in club table tennis or ping pong, however you want to say it. It's so fun. What? I didn't know that. I thought you were in flag football or something. That's intramurals. That's that. I'm I'm gonna exclude that from this episode. Oh. Yeah, I do intramural flag football and basketball, but I'm not. I'm excluding that from because that's not a club thing. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm in uh, club table tennis. Emily, is your mic? What's the difference in? between intramural and club sports? Yeah. Intramural um, is much more low key and it's all you play kids on campus club sports. You tend to play other colleges. Okay. That's true. I think clubs is a little more regulated too. Yeah. Like you have a, you have a coach on a club team for the most part. Sometimes two, but only one gets paid unless you're really big and you have two teams. (laughs) I think it's fun to do like some sort of like, Leisurely club, if that makes sense. Because I think I'm guilty of only doing, like, academic stuff. And I think it would be fun to, like, go play volleyball or go play table tennis or flag football, whatever the case may be. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a laid-back setting. And maybe you would get closer with, like, your teammates or other people playing, you know? Mm-hmm. I will definitely agree with that. I know for a fact that if I did not join Ultimate Frisbee, I would have had no fitness except for walking to class at school. And, like, I got into going to the gym because I was in alternate Frisbee. And we would, in the winter, well, in the spring semester, because the spring semester is in the winter, um, we would have to go to the gym inside and we would, like, run on the track and stuff. And then afterwards, a bunch of us would, like, go to the weight room and stuff. And that's how I got into going to the gym. Ben, uh, I'm just curious if we can have a momentary aside uh 
how does it look for ultimate frisbee as far as going back to school with covid going on there will be no discs in the air no hey why that's contact i'm sorry buddy there is a term that we use for how we're supposed to how we're supposed to guard the person with the desk. Um, and that term, I'm not going to say it because it's not entirely appropriate, but that term does not go very well with social distancing rules. <laughs> That's okay. a conversation for after. But it has to do with pockets. If you watch, I mean, if you know anything about Ultimate Frisbee, that's the term I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I am sort of an actuarial science club, even though, like, the president sort of quit. There's a club? Um, yeah. Oh, but, like, it wow. got, like, it got, like, sort of disbanded last year. But, like, John still kind of keeps it going um, with, like, the meeting that we went to. Like, what's that? It's called some – He it's, like, transition to, like, whatever that series is called that, that he emails us about all the time where he has people come in and speak to, about it. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah. I really like I John. Know. Yeah. I I I know what you're talking about, Scott, how he emails us about these people that come in and talk to us, but I don't know what the other thing you're talking about. Like yeah, the club yeah, that yeah. goes along with it. Well it, it's it's complicated, honestly. Is it like there was a club, but now the club is like so dead that the only thing that happens in the club is John has people come in? Yeah, so like when the club was like actually had like a president and everything that sent out emails. Um, like we would have people come in like, like that John orchestrates come in and speak like s- same exact thing. Now we just don't have those like leadership roles okay. anymore. Gotcha. And so it's kind of like, it's the same thing, but like, I gotcha. No structure around it at this point, which I'm kind of sad at cause we did have a bunch of good meetings was there food? There was pizza. Everything to me right now is about food because I've been waiting to eat. Because <laughs> this episode was supposed to be over <laughs> an hour ago. <laughs> Are we wrapping now up? Now we understand. Okay. Are we? Why are there so many spaces in this? I think That's that clubs were important for me personally. How have you grown, Emily? throughout all your experience with clubs? My time management skills, I know it sounds a little like, okay, you're annoying, we get it. But I honestly Alex? had to, I honestly had to manage a schedule, keep a Google calendar. And that's something I got really good at at college. Um, I learned how to plan events. I learned how to send out evites. Um, things that seem basic, but I wouldn't have done otherwise. Planning events are not easy at college. Like you have to book a room, you have to market the event, post flyers, get them approved. Um, there's so many little nitty gritty things that go into stuff, and it's just a good experience to give it a try, you know? Okay. Yeah. Let's rotate that to Tim. Same question. How have I grown? Um, a lot of the same things. Like Emily said, event planning is not fun and uh learning all the channels that you have to go through um so before i was treasurer for the club i'm a treasurer of now um i manage the social media for um our like student ministry 
And that was learning how to get everything like approved before, like, especially for posters around campus, you can't just like hang up posters. It has to go through a process and um, learning about that. And now as treasurer learning how to get money from the school for your club, it's learning how to deal with those systems and like those communication skills about what you need, why you need it. And working through those types of problems. I guess I I can go next. I'm going to reference what I said a little earlier um, about going to a club and um, without a buddy. Um, At first I was kind of scared to do that, but with table tennis, that's something I did do. Um, Didn't know anyone in it and was able to make a lot of friends in there. It's run by a lot of the cross country kids. I don't know if you guys know that. Like Peter's Mm -hmm. in it. Oh, cool. We, who we had on here. Um, and he's in, he's in the actuarial science program at our school. Um, so at least I knew one person going there. But yeah, made a lot of friends there. Um, it was a good experience. Um, personal growth from my club. There's definitely a lot of teamwork involved. I can throw a flick now. <laughs> about it <laughs> with a frisbee or a disc or both well it depends on the weight and the shape it's a frisbee <laughs> ben, all right if i could speak for you i think you've made an absolute ton of friends from ultimate yes so, so you've increased your network your network <sighs> is your net worth yeah. Thank you for watching, folks. <laughs> Anybody have any last words? No, I think I said as much as I wanted to about clubs. Give it cool. a I think e- everybody should be a part of at least one or two clubs. Yeah. And then you, there's no need to push yourself to be involved in any more than one or two if you're not motivated to be a part of them. And don't, don't be afraid it. to leave a club halfway through semester or join a club halfway through semester. But absolutely, if you're motivated for five or six, do five or six. I question how much schoolwork you have if you're in five or six clubs and what your grades are. Oh, there's definitely, there are people who are better at time management than me. All right, I then. don't even think that's a time management thing. I think that's just a time travel thing. Anyway, so thank you for watching this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Please like and comment and subscribe. Hit the bell so you know when we're uploading. Please remember, if you like this episode and we get to 100 likes by 2021, then I will be sharing a picture of my terrible haircut. Check out the Amazon affiliate links. That was not good pronunciation. Check out the Amazon affiliate Affiliate, affiliate links wow what uh, we have some fantastic leds we got uh microphones still right yep great ben, microphone highly suggest what if it makes your life easier i'm pretty sure that amazon switched it to amazon associates are you serious yep all right check out the amazon <laughs> associate links I don't, I don't think that's better for my tongue um check out the college my easy merch tim's face is on plenty of them we have some nice t-shirts. 
and mugs and pants. Thank you for story. watching, ladies and gentlemen. No, we don't have hats. Yeah, we should get hats. Good I'm luck. I'm into it. Teespring doesn't have it. But... Anyway, good luck. Bye, guys. Scott stole howdy at the beginning, so I'll say it now. Howdy. <laughs>